Stallion, I'm sitting here with my passive income shirt on, and our podcast episode today is on why you shouldn't set up a passive income operating system. What do you think those two things have in common? Your shirt and the podcast? My shirt, which says passive income in today's episode, which is why you shouldn't set up a passive income operating system. They both have the words passive income in it. I, I got it. I figured it out. Man, you are so solid at this. <laughs> this is amazing. I think what it really has to do with it is that both of these, my shirt and the podcast, have something to do with how to build passive income. 100%. If you don't want to build passive income, that's why you shouldn't set up a passive income operating system. How about that? Well, at, at the end of the day, what what in your life do you have success in that doesn't have a system associated with it? Let's, let's just be real for a second. I have no physical system to work out. <laughs> that equals that I don't have the results physically that I would love to have. But if you ask me about my my nutrition, I have a nutrition plan that is ridiculously detailed and I'm getting the results that I'm looking for because I have a systematic way to accomplish it. Isn't that kind of what we're talking about today? We we are. You know, I think we try to go at this topic from both angles. Clearly, the, the title is a little provocative of why you shouldn't set this up. And it's really if you're comfortable with the status quo, then you shouldn't do it. If you're uncomfortable if you do want to find a way to be either healthier right you build a system around that if you want to be more fit you build a system around that you want to be financially free you should build a system around it and that's what today's podcast is about is how we've taken active income and created passive income by utilizing a passive income operating system there's a lot of conversation in here. We're going to go through the simplicity, the efficiencies, and how to activate it. But also, if you're interested in the ebook we did, Stallion, where could you get that? Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S, and you can figure out how to turn your active income into passive income the way we talk about on this podcast. Let's not take anything away from these awesome coaches that join us at the roundtable today, Russ. Let's get up our chair in belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so you can more easily understand them and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of follow-through guy or bad internet guy. We'll see if that happens today just didn't sound so cool to me. But enough about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner. He's the Italian Stallion. And he's got a license plate cover to prove it. Mr. Joe Murray, Stallion, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Russ. So glad to be here with you. Why shouldn't you set up a passive income operating system is the question of the day. No doubt. And I think it's important because sometimes there's things that can get hyped up and you're like, oh, I need to be doing what everybody else is doing. If this is the new thing, maybe I should be doing it too. And I think today you can get a little bit of both sides of the coin and make sure it's the right fit because the right fit for somebody else doesn't mean it's also for you, right? So that's, I think that's important. Well, we did build an ebook out of this, and this ebook took a little bit less than the three years that it took us to create our actual book. <laughs> so I believe it it may be interesting, but I am going to be skeptical. I'm going to I'm going to question our coaches today. I'm going to make sure that we we drill down into why you shouldn't, but I'm sure there'll be some should in this as well. But here's my my take on this, man, Joey. You know, for the longest time how poor I am keeping up with all things. If you send me an email and it's more than three sentences, I put it on the back burner to never to read it because it's like, it, it just bogs my mind down, right? Simple mind, simple items. When we found this approach about how to take all the different life insurance policies that we had and be able to combine all the cash values and be able to simplify one way out and one way back, I thought, man, shouldn't we share this with our audience who maybe doesn't want to go through all the pain and frustration that I dealt with, that you dealt with. But that was why I thought we should create a passive income operating system. But clearly you guys thought there was some reason why we shouldn't or you shouldn't as you listen to this. And we're going to have to figure that out. But in order to do that, we're going to have to bring in the dream team. Yes, bring them in. Man, to my left, I got Mr. Incredible. His superpower is speed to financial freedom. And the real beauty of that speed is it's contagious. My man, J.D. Hill. Say hello to your fans, J.D. Hey, fans. Hey, hey there we go. See, I, I hope as you're listening to this that, that you're actually waving in the car or maybe you're on the treadmill and you're waving on the treadmill um, and somebody thinks you're waving at them. Uh, but I am, I am so glad to be here. I feel like it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. Uh, maybe it hasn't, but to me, it, it feels like it's been a while. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Why do you think someone should not set up their passive income operating system? Like, why is this important for us to talk about? Um, well, I think it's important to talk about for, for a, a lot of reasons. Uh, but, but one, in terms of why you shouldn't do it, uh, is because um, you actually prefer being inefficient, right? Mm. Uh, maybe you prefer being inefficient with how you're managing your entire infinite banking system. Uh, so that could be a reason why, why you don't want to set it up. But hold, hold up, hold up. Who in the right mind says, I want to be inefficient? Let's be real. Well, listen, not everybody says they want to be, but sometimes they just are. Mm. Right. I, I was inefficient for a long time, <laughs> for a minute. That's it. I was inefficient. But Russ didn't know what he didn't know. Right. And, and then the scales were removed and look at him now. Right. Now he's, li he's living in the light. All right. Well, let, let, let me get to your right. I got the retiree of the group. Mr. Catch me if you can. He's not killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for two. And he's right here dropping gold nuggets. The one and only Mark Carguchi. Welcome, Mark. Good afternoon, everybody. You know, as I was as I was sitting here thinking about this, I thought, oh, Joey's going to love this because you, you really shouldn't be doing a passive income operating system. If you enjoy turning your life into a Rube Goldberg, 
Um, if you like trying to make things as complicated as possible, so to JD's point of uh, simplicity, um, a great, great story for you. I was having lunch with uh, one of our guys the other day, and we were talking about his business. And they have a gentleman who's in their land business, and so they're, they're starting their own company and they're doing it. And there was the opportunity to purchase someone else's product to manage some of the backend accounting and paperwork and, you know, assessing deals, prices and whatnot. And the gentleman I was having lunch with said, well, why don't we just buy it? Because these other guys, Mark Podolsky has figured out how to do this thing. And the other uh, member of the group says, well, no, I think I can build that myself. So I think I'm going to do that. And he said, well, well, how long is that going to take you? I don't know. Give me three to five months. So clearly the value of time, the value of simplicity was lost on this individual. And so I think that's what one of the things of why maybe you shouldn't do the passive income operating system. If you want to try to reinvent the wheel on your own, um, go for it. Let me know how it goes. I, I get a feeling where, I, where this podcast is going, Stallion. All right. I, I, got a, I got a detective in a room, the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I'd only known him earlier, I'd be so much richer, said everybody. Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see Ern. It is good to be seen. And I'm with JD. Feels like it's been a minute. So it's yeah. good to be back. So why should you not set up a passive income operating system is the question, Ern. Why is it important for us to be talking about this? Well, it feels a little bit like Family Feud. And I get to get to put the number one answer on the board, I think. <laughs> a good reason to not set up the passive income operating system is if you don't want to create passive income. Mm. Not a business owner. If you don't want to be a business owner, if you don't want to purchase assets, this might not be the thing for you. Okay. Well, as we break this down, I think the, I've, what I've heard is simplicity. I've heard efficiency. I've heard maybe do you want to utilize this as a system or do you want to just track along on your own? So I feel like those are good three for us to start with and, and go through. So I want to understand simplicity, JD. When I'm, I'm thinking about the passive income operating system, what makes it simple or why is simplicity not needed in your opinion? Well, so I am an active real estate investor, right? We, we buy and flip houses, uh, were, uh, no, we buy and flip houses. We wholesale houses. We buy and flip lands. Uh, we've got a couple of short-term rentals. And, um, I, I think one of the, the, the things that is, is interesting about this is like when I started actively investing, what happened for me was, was that more cash flow started coming in and it necessitated the need for me to actually have a larger system. The problem was trying to figure out which policy do I need to borrow against, you know, after I got all these things set up, which one do I need to go pay back? Like there was just all these moving pieces. And when I finally learned that I could combine all of my policies into one line, including my wife's and my kids' policies, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Because as much as I'm a perfectionist and I like things being clean and neat, it became extremely overwhelming. And I don't have nearly as many policies as you and uh, Joey do, but it became extremely overwhelming trying to figure out, well, all right, I got a little bit of cash in this one. I got enough cash in this one. Now money's coming in. How do I, how do I separate? Where, where does it need to go? Right. And so as, as I set up the, the passive income operating system, it just, it, it, it created just kind of a weight that got lifted off of my shoulders. 
to be able to not just expand my system, but to be able to actually implement and use it in a meaningful way. Okay. How about you, Mark? What, from a simplicity standpoint, what's the pluses and the minuses on this thing? I like having everything in one spot. If, if one of the things that we talk about when, when we're looking at setting up infinite banking is breaking down the individual silos, you know, you, you've got a bucket for savings, a bucket for emergency, a bucket for this, a bucket for that. You've got all these different silos. But what the passive income operating system allows you to do is to step away from that. And so if you don't like breaking up your army into a bunch of little individuals, but you'd rather have them all together, uh, I'm pushing on to like my sixth policy now. And it would just be way too hard to manage those six for exactly what J JD said. But now I can combine all of them together and they just create a larger force to move forward. Um, and so simplicity in that. Plus, um, I did have an op opportunity to do one investment where the amount of time it took for the life insurance company to initiate the loan and for the money to then get to my bank. And then granted, I was living in the state of Hawaii and Hawaii banks have a little bit of a different rule with money being wired in. They wanted to wait an extra five days on top of it. So you start adding up a couple of days here, a couple of days there, and then the independent state of Hawaii, its own uh, territory in the Pacific, sometimes it wants to be created its own set of rules. And I lost out on the deal because the window closed. Well, if I have all of my policies co-located in one spot where the cash value can be exercised as one group, I can immediately do a wire out of that. I can get payments into that right away. And so that simplicity of only having to go look at one spot to know what I've got available and what's moving, that is huge. Stallion, what do you believe um, is simple or not simple about the passive income operating system? Oh, well, so for me, it's super simple. Um, it actually saves me a ridiculous amount of time from having to keep up with over 20 policies, right? However, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back and I'm going to play the opposite side of this coin and say, if you have one big policy that you, you've gained the knowledge of over the last 12, 13 years of us sharing this message, and you're like, wait a minute, I should start big and I should have one big policy that I operate out of and you only have one, then you don't need this whole system the way that we've outlined it, right? You don't have to have a line of credit against it at a bank and all this sort of stuff, you have one policy that's everything's going in and out of, good for you. Like you don't have to have this. For me, it becomes almost a necessity because I cannot possibly keep up with all the accounting of all the different policies, all the different loans that may or may not be in place. And I would have, I would just be chasing, um, you know, dollars all around town instead of actually focusing on what I was doing with them. So that's, that's what I would say. I disagree. So, so really quickly, I'm, I'm going to let you disagree. I want to ask your opinion on that, JD. So first, what's not simple is someone understanding what a life insurance policy does. What is a big one versus a small one? I think that that's a confusing statement. I want to, for us to clarify, I know this is for us, we, we always want to be able to make sure that things are simple. And I think the hard part is trying to understand how these life insurance policies work with life insurance companies. And what does that mean to us? Why do we use them, right? Well, one, all we're doing is making premium payments which create cash values if done correctly. So what you're saying, Stallion, is that when I have cash values accumulating in multiple different accounts, no different if I had seven different checking accounts with cash in it, 
I'd have to try to determine if I needed more than what was in one, how much do I take out of one? How much do I take out of another? And if I have to send money back to those different accounts to replenish them, how do I remember how much I took from each one and what is the appropriate amount to send back, right? So it's these different accounts that have cash values in them. That's the simple part. But when we add multiple accounts, it creates this sometimes overwhelm, if you will, of what to do. JD, you said it. You wanted to um, combat something Joey said. What was that? Well, always. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Well, whether you have one policy or you have a, you know 20 plus policies, for, from my perspective, especially when you're talking about what Joey was saying in terms of the size, the size is the 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 quantity of premiums that are going in or the volume of premiums going in. So if you're putting in, you know, 50 or 60 or 70 or 100 thousand dollars a year or more into your system, it is so much more. It is it is simpler and more efficient to operate out of a line of credit, especially if you're an active investor and you need the cash quickly, than it is to operate directly from the insurance company. Now, Joey did say something in terms of necessity or need. No, it's not needed, right? It hasn't... This system has not been a need necessarily, right? You can always operate with the insurance company directly, which is great, right? That's another thing I love about it from a, from a, from a, a simplicity standpoint or an efficiency standpoint is that if I ever want to shut down the line of credit, I can always shut it down and go back to the insurance company and keep working with, with the insurance company directly, right? So I'm still in control of the entire process, which I like. But I'm speaking from my vantage point or my lens as a particularly a real estate investor, like what Mark was talking about. If I need cash today, right? It's when now it's past three o'clock. But if it was before three o'clock Central Time, I could send a wire request to, to, to the bank that I work with, and that same day that money would be wired into my account, or they'd wire it to title. And I could I could close on the I could transact and close the deal today. I couldn't do that you're directly act, with the insurance company. You're acting like you've done that before. I may have done that a few times before. All right, Aaron, I didn't give you a chance to talk about simplicity. What's your thoughts on the passive income operating systems simplicity? Yeah, thank you. I still think that the number one answer is still yet to be answered and put on the board. <laughs> okay. If, if you're telling me that the passive income operating system is setting up a line of credit against multiple insurance policies, I think we're missing it a little bit. <laughs> the simplicity, and Russ, I think you I think you I think you're onto it. You said this a minute ago. The passive income operating system is how cash moves from your businesses and assets through your household into your bank. And into your bank, you can be directly interfacing with life insurance companies, or you can be using lines of credit. That's great. But you give me a process that simplifies how much money needs to stay in these businesses, how to keep from messing up the money when it comes through the household, the personal bank accounts, and then give me a place to store it to bring that money back out in the businesses. If you give me that process, that system, and that's really simple to me. And that's, that's actually what the passive income operating system is about, <laughs> is how, how money goes from active income and turns into passive income and how passive income keeps getting multiplied. That's what it's about. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income 
into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher's saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared, though, for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. I'm going to push back on that. Why I don't believe that's simple, it requires effort, right? I, I don't doubt that once you do it, Earn, and I have experienced it, it, it creates an amazing simplicity. But actually having to go through the process meant that I had to go get the cash values from all those insurance companies. I had to like submit a statement to them that, that proved that it wasn't just something I wrote down, that they actually had the cash values. I had to get my wife to sign as a, a joint um, signer on the credit app because in order to get all of the insurance policies that she had, I had to get her to sign there so that way I don't ever have to go back to her in the future, right? And then I had to submit it to them, which, you know, I tend to forget to do things. That process wasn't simple. That's fair. The, the cumulative effort of operating status quo is much greater than the effort that you just described. But the effort to set it up over that one month period was much greater than that monthly status quo. I, I agree with you totally there. But I do think that Ernie's onto something with calling it what it is. The operating system is not just having a line of credit. Like to your point, it is it is capturing your cash flow through a systematic way so that you can maximize the amount going into the investment side of the world. And I think if you if you're not familiar with the passive income operating system, you should check out uh, and go download this ebook, wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash P I O S so that you can physically see what we're talking about and be able to see if this is a system that would benefit you or not. So don't forget to go to that wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash P I O S. All right. Let, let's talk about efficiency. So we've kind of covered simplicity. I want to understand efficiency. Mark, how efficient is it for you to actually utilize this tool? I'm going to go with uh, what is very, Alex? What is very? Uh, it's super efficient. The, to, to, to what Ernie was talking about, if, if you actually look, take a look at the functional pieces of the passive income operating system, it helps you see, um, I, you guys ever play that game? I, what, what was it called? Like, um, it was like tunnels or something like that. Or like uh, there, there was like a game you could get and you had to keep laying down pipes as like the, the water was running through. Um, but once you did that, you, now you got to see all the, the stuff moving through the system. And that's what the passive income operating system is going to help you do. And so it, it gives you a logical spot of, hey, money came into my business. Okay, that needs to go to a holding repository. Okay, from that, I'm going to take out the money that I need because I'm going to pay myself first. And the rest is going to go back and start paying down um, the line of credit. So that now, like, like Ernie said, now the cash is back up again and ready to be redeployed. And it made the system super simple. And that's what I liked about it. And I, I'd already done something similar uh, previously, but now it became systematic. And I have a passive income operating system for my business, as well as one for uh, my, my personal so that I've segregated the account so you're not commingling. And it makes it really easy to see where the money's going. 
How about you, Ern? From a simplicity standpoint, um, you, you broke that down. What about from an efficiency? Yeah, well, I love efficiency. I think efficiency is actually a wonderful name for your third child, uh, following efficient A and efficient B. It just, it just makes total sense to do it that way. Here's, here's what I personally enjoy about this. And then here, here's been an aha moment when I've been working with clients and setting this up is the, the one just no-brainer simple thing that you can do. It is very low effort, extremely high impact, and can just change everything about your ability or your previous inability to build capital. And that's this. In your personal bank accounts, if your paycheck and your income comes into the same bank account that you also pay your mortgage and car insurance and groceries and kids activities and, and date nights and all those things, if that is all one account, one step in the passive income operating system is creating a personal income account where any money that comes from paychecks or businesses that come that you distribute to a personal account, bring all of that income into one account and then create an account or have an account where all your expenses get paid from, transfer your monthly expenses out of the income account into that expense account. And what that does is keeps you <laughs> from putting all of your capital in the spending pot. And the efficiency of just not even going there, not even creating the opportunity to spend it is a total game changer. And then having the insurance policies um, or a line of credit set up against the insurance policies to push that excess into that is extremely efficient. Gotcha. Stallion, what's efficient or not efficient about the passive income operating system? Uh, by the way, just so true what Ernie just said is it sounds like a simple thing to have one account for expenses and one account for, for income. In fact, for the longest time, I was like, this is silly. Why would we have to separate it? But when you think about the mental gymnastics you go through to make that when you get a lump sum of money that comes into your account, you automatically, and forgive me if I'm the only one that has ever thought this way, but if you're driving down the road and this is you, you'll understand what we're talking about. I got an extra bonus or I've gotten this. Uh, I don't know if you get a tax refund or whatever the case may be, something that's out of the norm, it comes into your account. The first thought is always like, ooh, what can I do with that? The second thought is, well, wait a minute, how much of this can I keep? Because I also have that thing coming up next quarter. Have my taxes been paid? Is the mortgage been paid? Is like you start going through this list. And if you're like me, you get distracted and you do nothing. So what happens? That extra money that came into your account now gets depleted over time in extra spending, or at, at the very least, the majority of it does not get spent in the places that you would have wished it would have been spent because human nature takes over every time. So the efficiency of the passive income operating system is exactly this. You don't have to think it's all done for you and then only thing you can do is focus on what am I going to do with that excess money that came into my system that I can now create passive income with. That is where you should be like using your brain cells in the limited time that you have. That's how you start to accelerate from being 
somebody who just has an idea, I want to become a passive income investor, I want to create passive income, to actually seeing the result. So that to me is the efficiency. Now, the opposite side of the coin is this. For those of you who don't have enough capital to actually get started with this whole process, it doesn't matter how efficient the the system is. At the very least, this will prove to you if you can get started. Okay, so if you just take these steps, it will prove to you. You don't need someone telling you how to set this up. You don't need a, a coach to do this for you. You do this for yourself and prove to yourself over a quarter or six months. I actually have this much cash flow left over every month that I can start my system. And that to me is uh, is efficiency for sure and how this works out. JD, I know a second ago we were talking about simplicity. You said how easy it was to wire money back and forth. And obviously that makes a level of efficiency, but what, what's not efficient in that process? Compare it to what? Compare it to not having this system set up. Let's talk about the differences between the two. One isn't better or worse than the other, right? Because um, I just want to make sure to, to draw the line there. But the, the, the alternative is I have to go to the insurance company, regardless of what carrier you use, and either submit a form and, and snail mail it, or I can do it online, or I can email it and let them know that I want to get a loan. Uh, they process it. They have to contractually. And then I have to wait. And I have to wait however long it takes for them to process my application, if not application, but my request in, in their queue. And if their queue is backed up, it could take a little bit longer. And if their queue is not backed up, then it could happen a little bit faster. I've seen carriers you know, uh, within 48 hours, uh, directly deposit proceeds into my bank account uh, from, from submitting a loan. I've also seen it up to 10 days, um, right? And, and that's taken a while, which was not expected. And so not having any control over that process, depending on what you're doing, uh, can, can, can sometimes be a little overwhelming. In fact, I just had a client of mine reach out to me. They're closing on a house next week and they're uh, uh, submitting two loans from two different carriers. And um, he was kind of like, in panic mode, like, hey, do you think I'm going to get this closed in time? And I was like, look, we, sh- we should set you up your passive income operating system so you don't have to worry about this. Um, you know, And so I think compared to, to that traditional route of having to deal directly with the insurance company, it's so much more efficient uh, to be able to work directly with uh, the line of credit. And even, even not just on the output side, but then on the input side. So for example, when, when, um, like, uh, when I close on a house... I can tell the title company to also wire the money directly back into my line of credit. So it never even touches my checking account. It goes directly back into my line. I can do the same thing with an ACH contract, an ACH payment, right? I can have somebody ACH money directly back to me uh, rather than send it to my business account or my checking account. So that also makes it extremely efficient on where the proceeds can get deposited instead of having to go to my checking account and then having to transfer it. It's not that big of a deal. But the point is we're talking about efficiency. Right. And so uh, it's not just on the output, but it's also on the input. Well, you know, hey, look, I'm kind of with AOC on this deal. I feel like we should, like, you know, as a part of a pen pal program to keep the postal office, post office in business, we should mail as many things as we possibly can and buy stamps. And I mean, how else are they going to keep those people employed? I think we should not ACH things or wire things. We should have it mailed to us because. Clearly, that's the most efficient way to handle all transactions, isn't it? Uh, it depends on who you're asking. <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
<laughs> Stop it immediately. Immediately, okay. no. Okay. All right. You guys suckered me in on this, man. I thought we were going to really pound this thing from a negative standpoint. All you guys have given me reasons why I should be doing this. All right. I'm going I'm to let each one of you have kind of a final thought, and you can touch on as much of this as you want to. But I, if it's okay, I'm going to only ask you to use examples of how you've either see it work or not work. Okay. You're going to have to make your point in a story. You're going to actually have to give me an example. Mark, you're up first. If I'm not mistaken, Sharon says, if, if you really, if, if you want to grow your business, you, you've got to automate. And a lot of people will automate first, but if you truly want to scale and grow, you've got to systematize it. And the passive income operating system is a way to systematize how your money is flowing through your system so that you can better use it and have better access and better control. And so that's going to be my final thought for you. Well, yeah, I mean, I think amateurs automate for efficiency, but experts automate for accuracy, right? And I think to your point, what I made the mistake so many times trying to manage my whole system through the use of all these different, like a spreadsheet shocking that I wasn't great at updating in real time what was happening. And as I got time, got time, which never happens, right? When you're running businesses, having kids and all your life, you don't really have the time that you envision to go back and update all of that stuff. So then you get a little bit confused of where things are. I would experience at the end of the year, my CPA asking me, Hey, how much, did you pay an interest against all your insurance contracts that you were loaning out for investment or business purposes? And I'd be like about that. <laughs> it's going to be a second. I'm going to have to figure that up. And then I'm going to have to reach out to the insurance companies and ask them, Hey, I know you don't create statements on your end, but I need you to do a favor, a solid for me. They were, efficient and getting that back to me several weeks later. I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. No. All right. Stallion, give me an example here. Why is this something that you've seen work or not? Make your final point. So if we're thinking about the passive income operating system as a way in which you're specifically using your life insurance policies, premiums in the system, which you can use it with a bank account. It's just not advisable, right? If you're using it that way and you've been paying it monthly. So I'll use an example. One of our, um, one of our clients has a large amount per month that he's able to put towards policies, but he's not able to put in once a year annual premiums yet. And he also needs access to that capital as he's accruing it or, uh, you know, building it. The line of credit option that you have with this uh, passive income operating system doesn't work for him because he can't wait six months to update his line of credit based on the fact that he needs access to the capital as it's accruing. That is not a good use of this system. And so if you're not there yet, it's not something that you need to put in place. And so I'm going to use that as my example as why you wouldn't want to set up this at the highest level. And maybe at that point, leave it with the insurance company. Don't use a collateral uh, line of credit yet uh, to get this system up and going. Okay. JD. 
ask me anything. Um, so I've got uh, a good friend and a client and we set up two different um, systems for him, one for business and, and one for personal. So he has two different uh, lines of credit set up. Much like what uh, Haraguchi uh, mentioned for himself. And what's interesting is prior to setting this up, he was running all of his business expenses off his credit card because he wanted the credit card points. He'd pay it off every single month. We did the exact same thing with the passive income operating system. So he, he still paid all of his businesses, his expenses through his credit card. And then he'd use his line of credit to pay off his credit card. But then as income came in, he just deposited into his line of credit. And so he was able to, 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 to still get the same points he was getting from his credit card and still use his passive income operating system uh, to pay the credit card off the same way he was doing it before. But the, the difference is, is that now he's using his, his IBC system to be able to do the exact same thing. Uh, and so we didn't have to give anything up. We could actually add to that by building in the passive income operating system. Um, and, and so I think, I think the sky's the limit in terms of just creativity and, and, and what you're able to accomplish, what you're able to do. Um, and it works so much better from my perspective, um, depending on how you're funding it and those types of things, if you can do it from one centralized location of how you're able to pull that capital and be able to use it from that one place. Well, Nelson gave us a, an idea of infinite. He wanted us to expand our thinking. He wanted us to create an opportunity for our, our families to control their financial situation, right? To take control of the banking system. I think a big argument around this idea is, are we not utilizing banks? Have we truly taken control over the financial system of our life if we're using a line of credit? And I, I think that that's a question that each one of us individually have to pose to ourselves: is, are we doing that? Is there some counterparty risk while having a line of credit out there against the cash values of my contracts, these life insurance contracts I've built? Yeah, there is. Is there a likelihood that that bank could default? And if they do, how long will it take me to unwind that to get back access to the cash? On the other end, I am only lending or borrowing money against the cash values that I've built. And I think what needs to make needs to be clear in this is that we have to build capital within the insurance contracts. We have to build cash values. If we're not building cash values, this system doesn't work. If you build cash values and you are the one determining when you want to use a line of credit, if you want to use a line of credit, when do you want to end that line of credit, all of that falls within your control if you set it up correctly. Earn, final thought. Thank you. Uh, well, Russ, because you asked... When, when we have an off, when we had an office, um, would you say that it was pretty fair that I was pretty consistent in what lunch I ate every day? <laughs> like clockwork, spinach, ham sandwich, carrots. carrots. Sandwich. Come on, and don't carrots. forget the carrots. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I want to tell you about my lunchtime operating system because you know you probably guessed this, but not much has changed. <laughs> 
But one difference is I've got Sweet Caroline preparing my lunch for me. And when we came home, no more office. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have to plan for lunch um, to bring it somewhere. I struggled going into the fridge to say, what of all the things in here am I allowed to eat? Because <laughs> the thing is, I make the money. Caroline buys, she plans. I'm so thankful for that. She plans, she buys the groceries. She knows what's in the fridge to be eaten, what's not. So a couple of years ago for Christmas, she gave me this clear plastic bin as a present. I was like, what in the world is this? He's the most random thing ever. She said, this is your lunchbox. I'll put this in the fridge and I'll put your food in there for lunch every day. And I follow that thing perfectly. In fact, in the event that she forgets and there's just like half an orange and some rice in there, that's what I eat for lunch. I don't need anything else. Now, that's on me, right? I'll own that. But I've got a system going. And it's very, very efficient for me to go in there and not have to look around and guess, what am I supposed to eat today? So in that way, my passive income operating system gives me a one time a month sort of financial maintenance deal. And that in my coaching business, real estate business, land business, one time a month is time to take money out of that business and bring that, distribute that and pay myself to my household. And I know what the, what the budget is. And because I know what the budget is, I immediately know how much money can be sent back to my life insurance system. And because of that, I am very consistent. I'm not gaining weight and I'm not falling behind financially because I've got the system in place. And for that reason, if you are interested in the process of becoming your own banker and the journey of becoming financially free, the passive income operating system is the best way to manage those two things together. And, and when is your ebook for the lunch lunch thing coming out? Because uh, <laughs> I want to put it down for that. Yeah, I, that's give me about not how it works. Give me about, about three years to get that thing done. <laughs> yeah, uh, gentlemen, thank you for uh, your your thoughts today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I don't know if we convinced you not to do it. I, I think that was a, a, a play on words these guys gave me. I was just as confused as you were, but I do believe that it is a efficient. I do believe it's simple and I have seen it work personally in my life and many others. If you'd like to know more about this, go to whatswatwallstreet.com forward slash P I O S and you can dig deeper until then. See you on the next episode. This has been the wealth without wall street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the wall street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.